Hey, everybody. Welcome to Mark's Minute number 11. This is the bi-weekly quick kit, K-I-T, equipping you with knowledge for your head, inspiration for your heart, and tools for your hands. It is December 9th, 2023. Let's jump in. The feature focus of this issue, how we define the commonly used word church affects so much about our approach to faith in God. It's worth seeing if we are defining it in ways that help or hurt us. In this issue, we feature a short article that I posted in July of 2022 called The Dictionary Got One Wrong. If you do a quick online search for the definition of church, you will immediately find phrases like a building for Christian worship or a religious organization or denomination. This is so unfortunate because there is a much better way to understand church, especially from the original intention and meaning of this word. This is no matter of mere semantics. What we believe influences how we act, and as long as our primary conception of church is as a place to bring people for services and events, we will have a misguided approach to Christian identity and practice. So please check out this quick read of how the dictionary got one wrong. All right, our keep it simple strategy. If you're meeting with friends and small groups or just working on your own faith journey, then check out this week's simple and reproducible practice tip that you can try anytime. Remember, you can always find more free materials at Grace in Motion. That's www.gimsimple.net. I'm going to turn the tables this time and ask you the question, how do you keep things simple? I want to ask the readers and listeners if anyone has simple strategies of their own, especially for the holidays. Just last weekend, our simple church group met in a home and took the passage in Matthew about Jesus' birth and applied a simple and reproducible strategy. We identified three, two, one, three interesting items, two questions, and one main takeaway. So each of us read it, then we read it out loud together, and then we had a conversation about that. We had tremendous conversation, and it was as though we were realizing parts of the story for the first time. Each of us came up with different items and questions. There was some overlap, but each person's unique perspective helped inform the group's response and vice versa. It was Bible-based, it was communal, it was simple, and it was easily reproducible. Anyone, anywhere with any level of Bible knowledge could engage in the activity. But what I'm curious about today is what you have found that works well. What is a simple practice that you have done, maybe with your own children, your family, friends, or even on your own? Do you have any strategies or activities that help you during the holiday season in particular? So leave a comment and let us know about it. Okay, recommended resource. If you have lost a loved one, then you know the holidays can be especially difficult. Now may be just the right time for you to take advantage of the available support. GriefShare is a network of thousands of grief recovery support groups meeting around the world. GriefShare is a program with direction and purpose. With GriefShare, you will learn how to walk the journey of grief and be supported on the way. It is a place where grieving people find healing and hope. Now, I have attended Grief Share sessions myself, and I have written about that experience, which I have linked in the post. I also discovered that they have recently revamped their material with new research and insights. They feature experts in grief and recovery from all around. I just cannot say enough about the high quality of the Grief Share program. 
Even if you don't feel like you are ready to join a group, I want to highlight a specific event GriefShare offers called Surviving the Holidays. It is offered in person and online, and I've included a short three-minute video with information about this program. For more information about events in your local area, I've included a link to where you can find that information as well. All right, moving on to what's up. Okay, so I have some big dreams for 2024, and I hope to share some of them soon. One thing I can share now is that I've created a customized coaching process that I plan to launch next year. It is a holistic approach that will help clients reflect on their lives from multiple angles, spiritual, physical, intellectual, emotional, and social. Through the coaching cycle, I work with the client to develop a profile, identify priority areas, set goals, and overcome barriers with tools and resources for their particular needs. While it could be helpful to anyone, my ideal client is someone involved in K-12 education, whether it is a student at the high school level, a parent or guardian, or an educator working at any level in the system. Because of my experience for the past two decades in multiple roles and at all grade levels in public education, I can bring a unique element to this kind of coaching relationship. I will help the client distinguish between personal and systemic factors affecting someone's journey in the education system so that the client can focus energy where they have the most control. Before formally launching this service, I am looking for anyone interested in participating in one coaching cycle for free. Instead of paying for the coaching, I would ask for your honest feedback about the process so I can continue to refine my skills. If interested in this customized coaching plan, leave a comment below or reach out to me through any of our social media platforms. I also have another feature here that I want to mention, and that is a book special where you can get a copy of my book, You Don't Have to Do That, for free. I'm giving away a limited number of copies of my book. Here's the catch. What I need in return is that you promise to write a review, and that can be as long or as short as you want it. It can take seconds or minutes of your time. Write a review of the book on Amazon after reading the book, an honest review. So I'm not even telling you what to say about it. If you want to take me up on this offer, then please comment below or reach out to me through any method available. And finally, our superhero support. You can use your superpowers to serve and bless others while supporting the work of Closer Than You Think. The quick and easy thing to do, obviously, is subscribe or share. But here are some other ideas. You can write a guest post, contact me in the comments about featuring your writing in a future post, join me for a podcast episode. I'm always looking for people to interview and chat with. Leave feedback in the comments. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Of course, it always helps me out and supports our work if you buy my book, which is called You Don't Have to Do That and like our Facebook page. Hey, thank you so much for reading or listening to this. I hope you have a wonderful day. There's going to be one more Mark's Minute newsletters this year. Have a great day.